Yeah, well, I unplugged the stupid thing. So it's pretty good. It's actually, it's actually not too bad audio anyway. I think it's just Brit. When she comes on, she's like, puts her phone down a bucket. She's on her yeah. phone, eh, always. Yeah. She had a mic thing last time. That was, maybe it was that. Oh, her, her I, reckon she, I reckon she's not even plugged in. It's all for looks. <laughs> I, can I, can I can just do this, I can just keep phones. Yeah, on. yeah. I don't know what I've got. I've got my cowboy hat. Mate, Chris, so Chris, I used Chris's mountain bike today, and um, he's like, oh, you can borrow my helmet as well. I go into the into his shed and put the helmet on my head, and I'm like, dude, he's got like a child-sized head. <laughs> yeah, and then I realise, shit, i got that big brain bolt. <laughs> it's quite dense. Yeah, it's quite dense brain. There's a lot in there, eh? Mm, yeah. Mm. But, um. <laughs> I suppose as a as a before we start, Simon, uh, we can catch it out. So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You got more. <laughs> you don't watch the just... You got you got you got more brand than we do. So uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all good for a chat. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see, yeah. Liam. You haven't you haven't been winding old Matt Kerr up enough. I don't think. You reckon I should do some more winding up? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think that seven minutes was a bit more punishing than our wind up though. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't think you need to even say anything. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. it's silent. silent so I like, I'd like caught up to him and then I was like, I gotta say something as I go past, like so that it's not awkward. <laughs> I was like, what do I say? Like, I can't usually I'd bark at someone when I go past them. And I was like, hi Matt. He's like, yeah, Liam. I was like, oh, okay, it's quite positive. <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, made it a little awkward. Yeah. Mate, I'll start it. I should, I'll start it then. Um, welcome to the Hype Training Podcast, the endurance event that nobody asked for. Hosted, <laughs> by, hosted by the recently disqualified Liam Bird and uh, the Fat Controller. <laughs> uh, today we uh, have... Uh, one of New Zealand's most infamous ultra endurance legends, the Dragon, uh, Mr. Cochran, and uh, we're about to subject you to uh, your most gru- your most grueling event yet. Um, one hour of attempting to converse converse with uh, Liam and I. So, yeah, good to Thanks. have you, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. We'll uh, we'll give give him a best shot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've got to stop the giggling the first thought is like oh i'm giggling straight away again <laughs> every single podcast hey, we'll start with the we'll start with the dragon uh we spoke to brit about it last week it's because you're old and wide and get like better with age any offense taken there like maybe no, I, don't think so. I haven't haven't had too many nicknames in my life um and i guess there could be ones that are, are way worse than that so i'll i'll take that for now dragon's kind of nice it's like a mythical creature quite powerful that was sort of yeah, a... powerful breathe flames can fly yeah. um, cool. treasure yeah yeah they do say that um the dragon is is a symbol of like it it always protects the things that you want most so like it's basically it's a symbol of fear like you know it 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 it's the hurdle you got to cross to get to your dreams basically so you're like 
you, you're like fear. No. The <laughs> you're the gatekeeper eh, of people's dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess as a, as a coach, that's what you are, right? I let them in though. Yeah. The ones I, the ones I coach. Yeah, you let yeah, them have exactly a bit of treasure, eh? Put the force field up on the non-athletic peak athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we we um we usually request that our guests provide a joke, um, because we're we're developing jokes. So you start with your best joke, and then I've got a dragon joke. Oh, you can't put me on the spot with a joke joke thing like that. <laughs> no, no, go dirty dirty as you can, eh? But because we can cut it out. You go first. Okay. Uh, why <laughs> why don't you want to listen to a dragon story? Because, because they tend to drag on. Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> I thought you were going with the um, like dragon. My yeah, like the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there must be some dragon jokes out there. Yeah, yeah. There's a certainly dragging your nuts across your face one. Yeah. Um, so uh, you. You've got quite a large contingent of ladies over in Kona at the moment. Yep, four athletes lining up, and then two other athletes that I coach are over there as part of the support crew as well. So, of course, there's six yeah. of them. Yep, six, and then I'm I'm actually heading across tomorrow. Oh shit! Awesome. Yep, yep. Found some good Hawaiian Airlines flights and thought good chance to go and support coach and get a week of training in the heat before I head back there in November for yeah. Ultraman. I think that's where I was leading to. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I mean, Brit's probably leading the charge in, um, in comical, uh, Kona feedback at the moment. Um, most prominent stories. My most most there prolific on prolific reeling, um, and uh, are all of them going like uh, uh, they're all going for fun, or are they all? Are some of them going for targets, or just like stoked to be there and having a having a jam? Yeah, I think a bit of everything. Like when you go to Kona, it's pretty epic place. You don't want to be super serious because that doesn't really help you race anyway. So I think. The mindset that they'll be going in with is just having yeah a fun week experience yeah. and if they yeah execute their race then they'll enjoy it as well as go fast yeah it's cool that was my um i think that was my like i not particularly serious character um so like i got the most out of the week um or the couple of weeks but yeah that would definitely definitely be like my that's been my words of advice is just to kind of have a frother of a time because it's oh there's too many people who are yeah too too anal over there for sure yeah because it's like undoubtedly good just the suffer fest and you're and you're undoubtedly going to go slower because i think i was like an hour slower than my kind of form i think yeah yeah well, it's hard for the kiwis coming from the middle of our shit winter yeah um for sure but but there are some there are some similarities between Hamilton and Hawaii, though. There are. We've got a lot of palm <laughs> trees. Um, yep, that's that's probably about it. <laughs> Did you have some more similarities, Billy?
Oh, Billy, <laughs> that one. That one's not going in there. Um, <laughs> that, that was Morton. <laughs> I was trying to think of something better. Um, what about all the beautiful, all the beautiful women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similarity. You've been, you've been coming before, right? Yeah, I've been five times. So I've raced, oh, yeah. raced three times and supported my wife a couple of times. Oh, yeah. So you've yeah. gone as age group or pro? Uh, both. So I raced 2010 and 11 as age group. Yeah. And then went back in 2018 as pro. Where did you qualify for that one? So that was back in the day of the KPR points where you had to rack up like multiple different ah. events so across that season to actually qualify i think i got like fifth at ironman new zealand third at ironman taiwan third at ironman philippines and fourth at ironman uk and that secured me a start for hawaii fresh as a daisy <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, um, that's a lot of racing in the one main year. problem with that sort of schedule was the people that raced Hawaii the year before pretty much got like quadruple points that rolled over to the next season yeah, so yeah, yeah. if you hadn't to get the first start there was yeah pretty pretty tough and then they changed it back to now it's pretty much you gotta either win or come second or um, just or just pay your way I'm about to disappear not for the pros <laughs> yeah yeah, no, not surprised. Um, well, I think Liam just said he was about to disappear. He's probably changing Wi-Fi's. Oh, yeah. What year did you race last? I did last year. Yeah. And I don't think I, I think it was enough for me. Like, um, I enjoyed it, but um, I think a lot of people get a real, like a real bee in their bonnet about like nailing it. And I just think you, I, I don't know whether you nail it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard to to nail for sure. Like even the, the guys that are going real quick, like it's yeah, it's a suffer fest. I've just accepted Liam back in, and he's got his cowboy hat. Is that you, bird? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's that feasible to nail as a as an event. I don't know. I kind of. I think my ambition is to try and go a bit um, faster. I suppose it's like your like you. I think I was listening to one of your think podcasts the other day, and you were just saying like, there's one or two things you can really do. Eh? Endurance. One's goes faster, and one's goes further. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 And you just double them up. Man, that sounds awesome, Liam. Thank you. Sorry about that. My computer's restarting for some reason. Look. I, Man, that's, fa that's fantastic. I'm glad that we've got good tech behind that whole process. <laughs> I think it's the organization skills rather than... So, so we, um like, because with the Hype Training Podcast, we usually give, like, we allocate someone in that, uh, 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 a Thomas the Tank Engine train. And... Oh, okay. um, yeah. I guess because because you're like leading the ladies, um, like you've got quite a, I don't know why. I mean, is it is it pure coincidence that like all the ladies just just love uh, being coached by you? I've got 
ladies racing in Hawaii, or is it coincidence that only ladies can race in Hawaii this year? No, I was going to say like, so what, why your why your coaching um, team is just stacked with ladies? Oh, that's probably half half really. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, is that an assumption? You just might yes. be following the half that are ladies. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, terrible. <laughs> hey, well, maybe maybe it's because I only see Vernon's stories and he only seems to have ladies in his stories. <laughs> that's also possible, yeah. It could be the case, too. Yeah, it could be the case. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so so I, I Googled all the Thomas the Tank Engine trains and the leader of the ladies... Um, is actually called Lady. The train it's called Lady, and um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she she's a she's a magical engine. She's a special engine who holds the secrets to the magic road, the railroad, and uh, she sprinkles gold dust with her along the tra- train track. So uh, seems appropriate because like dragons have gold. So you're Lady, and she's a, she's a wise she's a, she's a wise yeah. engine that is respectful to humans and other engines <laughs> alike. So that's you, mate. <laughs> so now you're lady you're now you can be lady the dragon i sort of feel like we're reaching a little bit with that one <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, I don't know any other uh ones to to throw in the hat though yeah uh, throw into the ring yeah mm. well so we just wondered well, i was going to ask like you do you use gels or do you just operate on pure coal now as a you're you're a bit of an engine like do you run you're, you're a diesel engine or a coal engine yeah probably probably diesel just just liquid liquid only for me oh yeah sick yeah so yeah. just a light just a light oil yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, that's you right because billy billy's starting to dabble with um carbs for for the first time ever yeah, yeah. It took me a while too. I, my first few Ironmans was just sort of a bit of solids and not not really a hell of a lot of carbs. And now it's yeah transitioned across to just getting as much liquid sugar in that you can tolerate pretty much. Yeah. Um, Harrison was saying the other day that there's a um a cool study showing that your body can only use about ninety grams of carbs per hour or something like that. Like that, people like we. I saw a thing from Sam Long the other day saying he absorbed like 140 grams of carbs on the bike per hour, and I was like, "That's massive!" But in reality, you can't actually like convert that much. You just it goes into storage instead or something. Yeah, but he might be ingesting 140 and only converting 90. You know, so he's yeah. still in that upper limit. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I've I've been towards like. <laughs> over 125 grams an hour for this seven hour ultraman ride and that went pretty smooth but when you work it out it's like over a kilo of sugar or something yeah like like of solid sugar like in a bag yeah 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 (laughs) so you think yeah ingesting that and yeah billy done just started and uh like the this the seven uh, Sunshine Coast race was quite interesting. Billy didn't have a proper bottle for the um, bike ride, and so before the night before, I rock up and put like a hundred grams of carbs in a bottle. I'm like, "Here, Billy, this is the only bottle I have." Chuck <laughs> on has an amazing bike ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, take, like say last year at Blue Lake 24 Hour, I pre-mixed up what I thought I was gonna 
get through in 24 hours and mixed up like 12 pump mini bottles and had 48 scoops of tailwind so like a whole packet <laughs> and got through like probably yeah 44 45 scoops of that Damn. plus plus a little bit of food and you know coke and red bull and stuff added in but yeah so it's literally part of the training that not enough people do and then get to race day and think oh i can only ingest 70 80 90 grams but if they haven't done in training then you can't expect to do it on the day yeah exactly i, I suppose for our fake sender listeners that basically just like proves that what goes in must come out like simon's not exactly a chubby boy um so he's downing a bit of sugar and uh he's doing exercise uh so again for our chubby listeners um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think exercise after the pies, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like even a few years ago, yeah, I used to think, oh, you know, you gotta gotta watch the carbs, you know, did a little bit of low carb stuff, which which works for certain periods of your training sort of blocks. But yeah, once you're like the last block into Ultraman where you're backing up, you know, six 30 hour weeks, you can literally eat and drink whatever, you know. You just gotta eat and drink when you're hungry and eat and drink when you're not hungry or you'll literally just crash and won't be able to back up those weeks or recover it becomes about eating as much as you can all the time so you're, you're pretty much digesting and like as all the time right yeah we're not i'm not never counted calories or you know carbs or breakdown with protein and that but i guess during training it's that quality carbs when you need it and then away from training is a bit more whole food stuff with um liam's dropped off again <laughs> dropped off the face of the earth there he is. um and then away from training is more of the protein and just good quality recovery foods really yeah so when you're training most of the day then you can just <laughs> keep feeding anyway um what's the maximum What's your maximum pie count? Like, do you do on training day? Do you pie up or no? Nah? I I usually save the pies for like like fifty k plus run, so probably only like two a month. <laughs> What's your max pie count, um, Billy? Well, so I was at a wedding on um, Saturday night, and they had. Uh, little like after you know as the evening shut down they had little little pies but like gourmet what are they called the little savouries you know when they're small pies yeah yep. and uh, and they had them but I had eight before we left so um Damn. you can see you can see why I'm not cutting for summer too quick <laughs> but then there's the um the bike ride story right where you where you had to stop for a deal at the Taupo Bakery, was it? Uh, the Matter Matter Ronnie, is it Ronnie's? The bakery chain? Yep, yep. Yeah. So they they had a five uh, four pies for five dollar deal, and I was riding from Auckland to Taupo, and mate, I, I think three's the limit. Five dollars. Yeah, four pies for five dollars. They were yesterday's pies, but um. I can take like if I was on a road bike would have been all good, but I was on a mountain bike with TT bars and being hunched over with four pies in you is not good. <laughs> it's good to know though because I go through Morrinsville a bit on the bike, so yeah, might have to check out that deal. Yeah, it's oh like it's only yesterday's pies though. 
yeah, so they're, that's right. they're they're all kind of like rubbery. But that yeah, that T Rail Bakery has the the best award winning pies. Yeah. Oh, we usually go for the um subway there, don't we? Yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. try that pie shop. Yeah, pie, pie shop. shop. I'd say my top ten are pop. Uh, Tokoroa's got cheap pies. Um, so you got cheap pies, Tokoroa. Gisborne's got a good pie shop. Um, called Gear Meat. And then, where's your favourite ham in in the Tron? Well, I never really stopped in Tron because I'm either You're back home or I'm just starting. So yeah, I probably haven't even had a pie in the Tron. So it's T Rao that's the pie shop. Yeah, yeah. That's I know just that coming back from like Talpo, Rotorua. Um, or even if we go to the trails in Cambridge, sometimes you do a detour there on the way home. But I know that Cam, uh, Mr. Brown likes the Kiowa pie shop, eh, I think, over at Miranda. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll stop with him there a couple of times for pie and coke. But they're not, I don't think they're fresh made there. They're, all, they're in little baggies. I don't know whether they're homemade. Mm. But it's just the perfect location for a pie shop. Mm. Um so World Champs is in November. Yep. And um I suppose you got some targets. Did do, do you want to Yeah, it's hard to know. Like the organizers that's pretty they're pretty low key with giving out info and so I don't even know who's on the start list or or anything. Um another crazy Russian dude got within two minutes of my world record. Um, last month at some Russian version of an Ultraman. Um, yeah. And I think he's turning up. Um, and then, yeah, there's a few other defending champs from past years and other races that are supposedly showing up as well. So it should be a good a good field. Um, but like Kona, it's going to be – it's going to be pretty crazy racing an Ultraman in those sort of conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just got to hope that the Russian blokes like is slightly chubbier, right? Because it's all a heat dissipation event. Yeah, in a way. I mean, the swim is not so much. Um, and like saying it's only a ten k swim, but like you can actually make quite a bit of time. Oh yeah. Can't swim that well um, and set your your day oh. one up pretty good. Um, there's another guy, Jordan Bryden, who holds one of the swim course records, I think. I'm not sure if he's racing this year, but he's swum around like 219 for, for 10K, which is around that, I think, just under 120. Yeah, which is pretty, pretty solid. Pretty, that's pretty in line with you, your pace, though? Uh, yeah, I went, I think, 124. Or one twenty-three yeah. or something. Um, but you're allowed yeah. to sit on. Yeah, no one to sit on, but you can sit on him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's no rules around <laughs> drafting as such. Although your own kayaker that you've got, you're not allowed to sit behind. They can sit yeah. beside you, pass you yeah. a drink bottle. But my kayaker in Canada sunk um, after two and a half k's. So then I was sure. left, left to my own for a six k straight. Uh, oh yeah 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 so no fuel no fuel no sighting um yeah that was quite interesting yeah that's not good that's not ideal at all 
Hmm. Nah, it was, it was quite funny. <laughs> but then once I realised, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I don't ever drink bottle now. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, oh, one of the Kiwi men, the other guy, uh, the other guy, Jared, that I did it with. He, his, because you have to have a support crew for Kiwi men. And then um, yep. his his uh, support person uh, locked herself out of the car. <laughs> and so and so he did the 195k with one drink bottle <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a bad way but that's yeah, i suppose it's the adversity yeah yeah you can i suppose you could drink oh you can't drink the bloody salt water eh? no this and was I, a lake so it was a bit nicer oh yeah didn't really drink it but you're not taking on salt water in your mouth as well yeah, the salt water strips bloody moisture out your skin, though, eh? Um, oh, like after the Noosa 10k, yeah, your tongue's like all swollen and yeah, um, yeah, throat's yeah, pretty raw. I did that Westpac swim from Long Bay to Devonport. Oh yeah, and, yep. So that was 20k, and um, mate, I could my my sinuses were pickled. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty grim. But uh, it's, it's, yeah, I'd imagine even any 10k and salts are pretty rough, eh? Yeah. 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 Um. So the uh, is there any swag like uh, I know you've got quite a lot of athletic peak merch and swag, um. But in terms of tri suits, uh, tri suits. Yeah, when Republic are doing a a little run, um, for my athletes before summer, so they're sort of looking after that side of things. Cool. Um, yeah. Any yeah. anything outrageous, like any outrageous colours like Muffin Top Mafia or <laughs> No, no, just keeping it pretty pretty basic and slick. Yeah. Have you heard so... of the Muffin Top Mafia? No, oh, I've heard of something similar to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, they're just a, a classy crew of um of um athletes. Um, who just love it. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have them out there. <laughs> so there's just it, it'll be black and white for your guys or or Oh I got that um that, that purpley sort of colour that I've I've introduced into my Your maroon one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry, not yeah, yeah. Purpley maroon, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's got a it's got a name. I can't remember what it is. Um, Turian, actually, I remember. Turian. Oh, oh we yeah. can put that on the cover of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Turian. Is is it because it's tyrannical? No. Mm, not nah. too sure yet. Turian. Shit, I'm googling it now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. It's sort of like the color of your background, Billy. Yeah. This yeah. is my this is my vortex background. Yeah, sure. A big vortex. -y. So yeah, so you've not got any like um Bianchi blue and pink muffin top colours. Nah, nah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You but I saw the you have to do I, your custom ones for that, I think. I saw the um like you know how they have the club rankings for Kona and stuff come out. It's like fifty three yep. fifty three countries, six hundred clubs, and then they rank them like top to uh, you know, number number of entries and 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 Win was oh, actually yeah. Win was second. Really? Yeah. Because they're Australian, eh? 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're they're based Aussie and America. Um, they got offices and warehouses in Aussie and California, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the um, I thought Muffin Top Mafia would be right up there because of the got a huge a number of athletes, but um, then I realised you have to qualify for Kona. <laughs> well, though the roll down nowadays is pretty um, pretty <laughs> generous. Yeah, pretty generous. It's pretty forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't registered for the the team or club um thing for Ironman. I probably should. Yeah, would you not have? Would you have to actually be a registered club under Try and Z though? I don't know about that because like all the other coaching groups have got. Some oh yeah, they do. Yeah, so I should probably just fire them a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean it must be separate for Ironman because Ironman have separate rules from um, Try and Z that make. Um, yeah. That that cause um difficulties. Yeah, yep. some, some some disparity in in their rules to, um, <laughs> it just doesn't really, uh, it doesn't work for everyone. <laughs> it doesn't work for everyone. Well, at least you save your world champ entry <laughs> cost. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Liam Liam might have got DQ'd. What's that? We're at. They might got DQ'd. Oh, yeah, I got DQ'd from Sunshine Coast because of um the Tauranga race I did. Oh, yeah, that debacle. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is right. It's just kind of fair. But also, like, how do I race? I can't race an Ironman event, technically, right? So, like, pre-Sunshine Coast, what's my options of racing a uh ironman race i can't get my pro license because i'm not fast enough but then i can't race age group because i raced a pro race is <laughs> is <laughs> a bit and that, and now he can't prove that he's within 10 percent of of a pro oh, because because he was disqualified <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure try and zed would write you a letter yeah yeah i think they I will think, so. i think they will yeah mm. yeah <laughs> but funny i think i'm about with a, um, a good video um, explaining the whole situation where I'm just uh, completely out of the options. Yeah. <laughs> There's no races for Liam Bird. He's so special. <laughs> yeah, quite funny. Oh, well. So, um, uh, any interest in uh, like coming after my record, Simon? <laughs> what records this? You're <laughs> Well, I, it's, you're not going to get the beer mile one, so it'll be the Kiwi Man one. Not going to get the beer mile one, mate. No way. <laughs> I think so. <Simon, laughs> what even your time bill is like five thirty? Yeah, that's not that quick. <laughs> it, might, it might be six. It was like three twenty pace. What's three twenty pace? Yeah, I think I think I got under six the day after Ironman Taiwan and forty five degrees over there. Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to go back and check my. Uh, I guess you got you got to you got to be in it. Like you can only beat who's who enters, and like you you've sort of shied away from every opportunity so far. So, like, <laughs> like I'll just wait, you know. Oh, maybe this summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, what I meant was the what I meant was the Kiwi man. Like, it, it has it tickled your fancy at all, or? 
Yeah, I just have to look at dates, I think. There's there's a lot of cool events now that Yeah. Yeah. A lot of clashes. There's um, a um there's a saturation of choice. What do they call yeah. it? Um uh the conundrum of choice. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Fuck. It's <laughs> a word for it. Anyway. Yeah. And then um just some because I know you're kind of going for more mongrelly race, like which which is what we like, because there's quite a lot of um, non-mongrel triathletes out there at this point in uh, life. Mm-hmm. Despite Ironman supposed to be a challenging thing, you've got a lot of soft cocks doing Ironman. Um, so we quite appreciate um, the level of mongrel that you bring. Um, there's something like Norseman actually, like appeal as well, because I think yeah, that that definitely appeals. But I'm I'm looking longer sort of gnarlier um some some running like 200 mile um stuff in the states as well that's yeah. awesome um, that's so awesome. looking at yeah next year maybe there's a couple like i've i've qualified for utmb and the elite yeah. start next year yeah which is the yeah 170 k's through um europe yeah. 10 10,200 meters elevation gain um the one chris did this year yeah so we've been debriefing i'm thinking i'm going to be looking at that as a good mid-year challenge um that's that's probably the main one for next year those are the most awesome races i i reckon that most excites me in terms of endurance sport that stuff the long distance running and the and the it's the off it's the off-road thing that appeals i think for, like not i'm not a shit i'm a shit mountain biker but like the off the the when there's more of an adventure element hey yeah like, well it's even like a survival element for that right yeah like you're literally <laughs> going through three countries and yeah climates can be i mean you can have snow or you can have bloody fire you know yeah and you got to be prepared for whatever whatever's coming yeah. while you're trying to send it as well <laughs> yeah in the yeah, dark always... yeah yeah in the dark <laughs> so what would you reckon at time what is the kind of winning times for that um now they're down under 20 hours yeah yeah oh so you don't really need to sleep hey eh? nah no <laughs> yeah Nah, nah. So some of those, like the um, Cocodona two two hundred and fifty mile run, um, that's a point to point. I think that ends up being like four hundred and eight k's or something. Um, Holy that's, shit! That's where they have little like army stretches at the aid stations, so you can just do a ten minute, have a little, have a little lie down and and stuff like that. And I think the cutoffs for that is like you know it's six days or something yeah um, and the kind of riverhead rampage stuff doesn't it it's a bit well it's a bit mundane eh? after you've done two of the laps oh the um backyard ultras yeah, yeah. it's it's appealing like i'd like to have a go just to to see um i think i'd go all right um but yeah once you get through into the third and fourth and fifth day like they're doing now um yeah, that's when you find out what you made of. <laughs> Shit. 
Have you ever gone through any like hallucination periods? Nah, I was quite disappointed. Like, I mean, the longest I've run is is last year at the Blue Lake, which was twenty four hours or just yeah. under twenty three. And now nah, I was I was fine the whole time. So no, nah, <laughs> I, I was sort of looking forward to that in a weird yeah. way. Um, but I think it's more when you get into like that second night, like when you've been awake for sort of forty hours. It's, the, or... it's a sleep deprivation, right? Not so much the physical exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get to a point where your legs are just fucked and you're tired, and it sort of just stays like that, and just slowly gets worse and worse. But yeah, it's more when your eyes are starting to to get tired. But running through the night and all you can see is your little head torch beam for like ten hours straight. That's when your mind starts playing tricks because yeah, all you're focused in on is that little circle of light, and that's yeah. all you can literally see for ten hours. I think just because you're concentrating so hard on not face planting or trying to remember to eat and keep moving that, yeah, that's when your brain must just be like, right, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I will, we'll have to check in or you'll have to uh, send us a message when you've had your first hallucination. We can, we can, we can provide counselling. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it will happen. I want to, I want to get to that point, but that. <laughs> Yeah, you want to get your wings, eh? It's like your mile hike, join the mile hike club. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You join the hallucination group. <laughs> there's no there's no shortcut to that. That's yeah. uh yeah. Might be two or three days of running to, to get there, but yeah. it's probably worth it. Well there is there is a shortcut to it, but it's kind of the Yeah, yeah, yeah it's an easy way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, the fake sender way, eh? Just eat the Yeah, the fake sender's on K Road, mate. That's yeah. the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> they probably yeah, have a... easier easier come downs as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah better recovery oh, eh? they're, they're yeah. good for work they're, a bit of cranberry juice and they're, they're good for work on monday there yeah, yeah but we're still zombies by bloody the following week mm. <laughs> do, you, do you have um so you said you have 48 like a whole thing of tailwind is that mm. your source of nutrition for the ultra stuff yep yep yeah, just keep it simple, just mix up. I just pretty much know that, yeah, if I'm biking, just keep it in the realms of like 100, 120 per hour and running is probably, yeah, a bit less, like anywhere sort of 60 to 90, depending on okay. yeah, the intensity. And yeah. then just topping up with more fluids, depending on how hot it is and a bit more sodium and salt. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I always had, had it in my head that, you reach a point where the sugars start to not process as well and your body doesn't really want to take it on. Is that not a thing? Oh yeah. You don't feel like taking it on, but you just keep forcing it down. Cause that's right. what you need. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get better at doing that. I think everyone thinks, Oh, my body's rejecting it. It's like, no, it's cause you haven't trained past 14 hours of feeding sugar down your mouth. Right. Okay. But the more you do that, the better you get at it. So it's like anything like people are like oh that doesn't work and it's like well no it doesn't work because you haven't trained it to work mm. if you if you think if you think you can if you think you can't you're right exactly <laughs> <laughs> there's something philanthropic <laughs> yeah. i think you can yeah play around with like at blue lake this year i mixed up a few bottles that were a bit tasting way too strong at like i don't know 12 hours in and I was like, oh, yeah, this is fucking burning my throat. Time to start 
watering them down a bit or change to something else just for a little bit, get the taste back and then keep it going. Yeah, I've had um even in the last hour of Kiwi Man, like fuck off. Um <laughs> right, the last, in the last hour of Kiwi Man, I, I, I like just all of a sudden it was like nothing nothing would I couldn't put anything down with that sort of just like felt real viscerally ill from your like gut. They're like right from my, you know, your diaphragm just feels ill, you know, and I, mm. that was that was interesting. And then I like, yeah, just just feeling ill the whole the the last hour, and then got to the bloody like the med tent before you go up to the top up to the mountain, um, and then uh, chicken soup. Like oh, chicken yeah. Yeah. chicken soup was an absolute game changer. It's like, why can't you eat like other stuff and then you can buff back chicken soup with lumps of chicken and potato in it? You know, like it's it's crazy yeah, how. Yeah. And 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 it's like a and and I think that's the kind of cool thing about endurance sport is you know that um. And you it's you're just riding the waves of, and it's it's kind of crazy how you can go from feeling so terrible to feeling all right again like 20 minutes later and and it's kind of knowing that that it yeah and that's what you learn more like like even a few weeks back at the blue like 24 hour this year like 40 k's in i was like oh man i'm pretty fucked and i'm like this is not good <laughs> but you just get better at pushing that away and thinking right that's just a little patch you're a going period. through and then yeah. all of a sudden you're at 100 k's and then you go through another one and then you're at you know then they just sometimes get closer and closer in time but you still do go through patches where you just can't even remember the last 20 k's of running or something and you're like oh yeah. shit i'm at 150 k's now and then yeah it's just chipping off those little bits and just knowing that yeah there will be bad stuff but it's not all going to be bad it'll, it'll eventually passes at some point yeah yeah one step at a time <laughs> and yeah and, yet, and the only way to learn that is experience right yeah yeah you can't really fast track or teach someone that without coach someone <laughs> yeah i mean you can tell them what to expect but yeah unless you go through that um yeah you're not gonna not gonna learn and i guess that's where i send a lot of my athletes out on long solo sort of missions so you do get to that point um yeah, where shit goes wrong and you're having to do some problem solving on the go. Like, you know, if you go out and do a four hour run, not much can go wrong really. And even if you do like a four hour run one day and then back it up with a, you know, back to back long run, which a lot of people do, that's way different than going out and doing an eight or nine hour run. Um, you know, a lot, a lot more issues will pop up and then that will just teach you a lot more for the, for the long ones. Like if you're doing hundred Ks, hundred miles or as long as you want to go yeah what's your um strategy at each, each sort of stop station do you change your socks and everything and just chill? uh it's it's so different like last year when i got the 200k i changed a pair of socks at 80ks and that was it for the whole race like same shoes didn't even change shoes didn't change you know i was just in a singlet throughout the whole night yeah whereas this year was a total mud fest and I had blisters by kilometer 45, change socks, but everything's just so wet. And then within three or four minutes, you're running through ankle deep puddles again. So there's yeah. no point. And it just got to the point at 
I think a hundred Ks I stopped and was going to like try and take them up or do something, but you take your feet off and they're just like soggy mess of blisters and stuff and you can't dry them off to tape them up. And even then you're back through the water again, five minutes later. Yeah. So I just got into my mind as I get feet are how they are. There's blisters, there's all sorts there, but that's it for the next 60 Ks. And then, yeah, just accept that and then <laughs> move on. Sort of a, a reactive strategy. So like if something goes wrong, you got to try and figure it out. But but sometimes you just got to deal with it. Yeah, like when the weather's like that, it's something you can't control. Whereas if it was dry and I had some like hot spots coming up, be like, yeah, okay, shoes off, put a bit of cream on there or whatever, change socks and go again. But yeah, once it's like that, then it's just right all in now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no turning back. No matter how, even if you're walking, it hurts just as much as you're running. So it's like, oh, you might as well be. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Chris and I were um, went for a run yesterday. I don't know whether you know Chris lives in Queenstown. Um, oh, yeah. He doesn't often tell many people <laughs> that he actually lives in Queenstown. Um, but we went for a run um, in our town. Um, my calf's still a little funny, so I didn't want to wreck it. But I just um, we went for a little like a, a, a short, sharp, but maximum um terrain 10k run um and he and he asked me because obviously the, it's big parts like running's a sport's a big part of all of our lives he asked me like quite a poignant question which was um uh would you rather your achilles snapped or <laughs> or your banjo <laughs> man that, i was like and your answer was or your banjo string and i thought fuck it's actually real that'd be real tough and i actually think banjo string i'd rather that snap it's probably quicker recovery yeah that was that was one of my questions it was like which one's quicker recovery <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to snap achilles <laughs> no nah, that would be one of the least uh least appealing injuries though mm. mm. now we've got we've got daryl on our club he's got his achilles are a bit buggered and um but he's a weapon on the. But he used to run like a. Wasn't that one thirteen and a half or something like that? Lynn? It was faster than me. So. Oh. He was like one twelve or he, he's he's like fifty. I think he's fifty eh, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's the New Zealand like fifty, uh, fifty age group TT champ, and yep. um, like so he. But he went from running like one twelves to buddy. They did that old school surgery on him and then de-sheathed his frickin' Achilles and um, absolutely, absolutely butchered his Achilles and and now he's just turned into an, a, a frickin' beast on the bike. He was um he was part of the dream team that uh that that laid waste to the pro field at um uh, seventy point three December. I know the oh, <laughs> With the fastest run time, oh my goodness. <laughs> one twenty-four. <laughs> were you you were, were you racing that one there? Me. Yeah. Seventy point three, I got third. I did we get up no we didn't get up to you, eh? No, no, no. I didn't oh, see you. Fuck. 
<laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. No, uh, oh, no, who was it that we overtook? We overtook Duros, Matt Kerr. Um, Those battlers. And some others around that sort of region we overtook. And then they managed to overtake me at 100 metres to go. Mate, I don't know. they all cheated because they didn't do that the third lap of the... <laughs> Of the 10 day loop. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty cheating bastards. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. Um, have we got any other um, reoccurring segments that we want to ask Simon? Fake, fake sender submissions. Or is that is that really zone two? Is there any op- any any times during like training where you've been training? Yeah, you must have heaps of athletes doing that. The old zone two. <laughs> We're supposed to be doing an easy run or an easy ride, and they're not doing zone two. They're more more like zone five to try and keep up. Yeah, all the old the old fake sender with the elapsed times uh, when you are doing an interval or something. Fuck. And they're like, oh yeah, I did ten k in this, and then you go and you know hover over the whole interval, and it's like there's thirty seconds stop here, there's a minute stop here. And yeah. then that, um, you know, adds to the elapsed time. So that's that's probably my niggly one with uh, fake senders. Yeah, I like the analysing that. That's a good one. Like yeah. on, uh, on Strava, when you can see that it's like a, a two-hour run, but you've actually recorded only an hour 20. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it tells you, like, you know, the 10K best of that run and that sort of thing as well, mm. like the segments. So then if they're saying that they've run yeah a 35 minute 10k but it comes up as 10k at 42 minutes and you know there's you know seven minutes of stopping (laughs) although uh, i don't know whether you know this liam's recently hitched and he had quite a soft hard launch of it on instagram um and uh his uh better half has just told me that they went up to omaha and took instagram video uh running (laughs) videos and neither of them actually did a run. No, no, no. Um, she so, did a, a 22k run, but I only ran like 4k. Because <laughs> I, I had COVID, so I was like, I'm not doing a proper run. Why don't we just get some videos? <laughs> yeah. And then you can <laughs> That's definitely a fake sender submission by me. So attach that to an, a longer run later on so you look like you got good form. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I reckon, yeah, my fake sender's going to be uh, camel packs on Tamaki Drive. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. You're only running five. You don't know that they haven't run, you're not running 100Ks? No, they're definitely not. (laughs) Who's run 100K on Tamaki Drive? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fashion fashion item is more the, the camel pack thing. Makes it very fake sender. (laughs) <laughs> you got to earn the camel pack yeah yeah it's usually a, a 50 plus k yeah. run in the, in the bush mm. or a long mountain bike or something like that do you take an emergency blanket do i yeah oh if i'm going on a big mission i've got like a bit of a a pack that i'll chuck in that's got a i've got a little um Transponder and yeah, emergency blanket and a and a jacket and stuff. Like like a like an e perb or you've got an Apple AirTag. 
Nah, nah, Epub. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. good to they're good to carry. Have you got the have you got like the in reach one or the Nah, you can't communicate with it. It's the um it's a little just yellow a classic, one. Just the classic yeah. pull pull smack EPUB thing. Yeah, if you if you pull the chopper will be in the air within ten minutes and it's like Yeah. yeah. You'd have to be pretty fucked to pull that. <laughs> yeah. When I did that, when I did the trip around New Zealand, um, I took one with me. And there was one there was one incident where I was like, not about to pull it, but I was like, okay, if this goes wrong, like I definitely am going to pull this in the next tent. Like I got re- really lost in on yeah. the track down West Coast. And, and then you're like, well, shit. And it was a track that was shut. And I just thought, well, shit, you're better off pulling it while it's light yeah. Yeah. than yeah. waiting till it's dark and then pulling it, you know? Yeah, I've had a couple of situations, like, before I had this thing that I was like, ooh, if I had one of those, I'd, I'd probably use it fairly soon. And then you get out of it and you're like, okay, I'm going to get one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, better better off having them than not. It's oh, hard out. And yeah, if you use it, I think you get it replaced for free and it doesn't cost anything for the call out anyway. So it's um Oh really? The chopper? Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's all emergency funded. Um that's yeah, nice. And I've also heard of a couple of other people using them when they've come across, you know, like a mountain biker who snapped his leg in the middle of nowhere yeah. and they actually used it for them as well. So it's Yeah, it's kind of a a good service you know you're providing a service to the community yeah yeah what what you're saying simon is you're an all-round legend yeah doing it for the doing it for everyone (laughs) if i find you in the bush 100ks from anywhere you're you're still safe (laughs) and you're coming nowhere near my bush mate (laughs) (laughs) uh that's 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 our list of bullet points, mate. Have you got any like uh, great questions? Oh, I got a coast to coast spot. Boom. Oh yeah. That's just that's just a statement. I got, I, I've year. been I've been rolling down on the list, um, yeah. and I got my coast to coast spot today. So nice. um, watch out, Braden. I'm not coming for your record. <laughs> yeah. You taking the spot? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't paid for it yet, but I've got I've got until Friday to pay, so I'll get I'll just start um I'll put a few more feet on OnlyFans and and fund that that way. Any any special requests? Nah. OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans. Matt, <laughs> what do you reckon to this? Liam and I thought we could do a triathlon OnlyFans. It's probably already one out there. Maybe not, yeah, maybe not a male one, but <laughs> I reckon there's a market. Like it's niche as fuck, but it's probably a market. <laughs> Is this your your first trap attempts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I D I DM Simon when he was in the sauna, mate. That was a that was a blatant thirst trap, mate. <laughs> that was a natural photo, mate. Oh, it was all candid, eh? You're like, he's just like, fuck, I've got the light just perfectly above me. I'm shredded as shit. Like, let's get it down here. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Thirst trap. Athletic peak style. <laughs> it still wasn't fake sending. I was cooking in the sauna. It wasn't just to go for a run and take a video, though. And you weren't, like, 
it, it wasn't like you posting uh, arm day in the gym and then just shoving your ass in the camera like the, the gyms the gym girls do <laughs> yeah so what you're what you're saying is you earned the you earned the thirst trap it was a well-earned <laughs> thirst trap <laughs> yeah right hey mate we won't waste any more of your time you've actually now completed um your, your most challenging endurance event yet surviving yeah thank almost you, on the hour um yeah chat with us two dickheads yeah um, so yeah good job mate fantastic you've got you've now got your wings <laughs> believe the hype all, all hype. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. <laughs> I'll stop the recording. Yeah, yeah, stop there. Okay, boys. Chat soon, eh? Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See you. Yeah.